1: Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard.
0: Hey, parents. We all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation.
1: Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant focus on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com, Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at CoachTWheel24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24 or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again,
0: Coach Coach Anthony Grant. Coach Grant, I see you guys are doing well in A-10 play, man. I see you're grinding. How you, how's it you feeling on your end, man?
2: Everything's good. Everything's good. You know, we're just trying to put ourselves in position where we can play for a championship, and a lot of ball left to be played, but uh, hopefully we'll continue to get better and continue to grow, man.
0: And, Coach, what's been the key factors for you in your 8-3 start and 8-10 play? 16 wins already, this year to 8 losses. So you, when, you, when you're winning more than you're losing, of course, you, you double up those things right there. But what's been that key factors for you guys? has been defensively, offensive guys about here. What uh, all the factors have been for you, Coach?
2: I think it's our guys. You know, I think we have a group of guys that they really enjoy being around each other. They enjoy playing together. They enjoy competing. You know, and I think it, it starts with that. The culture, I think, is, is – uh, is, is getting where we need it to be in terms of trying to play for championships and trying to build a program that can, can do that on a regular basis. So I think, I think it starts with that. And then obviously from a strategy standpoint, you know, that, that if you can start with the culture, the strategy kind of takes care of itself.
0: Nicole, last time we talked last year, we talked about when you first got hired. For you, for you from, from year one to year two, what's been the biggest difference for you in your program from year one to year two? Because I feel like – the jump took taken this year shows me the culture has been built, the foundation has been laid, it's, it's trying to be on top of the foundation of the culture. And going forward, it's going to be really, really good for you guys in year three and year four.
2: Yeah, JR, I, I, think it's, I think it's what we just talked about, you know, our culture. I think that the buy-in, the, the, the way the guys uh, approach what they're doing, you know, and I think obviously the other part of it is last year, you know, we had some young guys. We started two freshmen in the backcourt. You know, we had uh guys that were new to me, I was new to them, just learning terminology and systems. So, you know, we returned, you know, four guys that played uh significant roles for us last year, and then we also had a couple of guys and Ryan Mike sell and Obi Toppin who couldn't play last year, one for injury, one for academic reasons, and having those guys back uh available to us this year and then adding some other pieces as well, I think has really helped our team.
0: And coach, um I feel like the non-conference schedule really toughened up your team due to playing quality opponents and fighting the adversity with some tough losses. And now as you guys come out come out of here in February going into March, you're tougher now. You, you've you seen your season. You saw different styles of play, and now you're ready to go.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's a process. you know. And, and as you mentioned, you know, we, we played a, a really challenging non-conference schedule with the likes of Virginia and Oklahoma and Butler and Mississippi State, Auburn. Uh, you know, we, we played a really challenging non-conference schedule and, you know, we didn't come out on the winning end of a lot of those games, but I think we learned a lot about ourselves and I think we, we we got better as a team and, you know, it's just one of those things, especially, you know, with the group, we have one senior in the program and a bunch of young guys that are, are figuring it out, you know, and I think you, when you go through and you learn those lessons, whether it's a win or a loss, you know, I think it, it helps you as you progress through the season. So, now that we're in We're in a 10 play. Some of those lessons, you know, I think are paying off for Some of them, unfortunately, we repeat, you know, but that's a part of the growth of a young team that uh, you have to be able to figure those things out. But I think we're getting better. Uh, We got a group that, like I said earlier, I think are enjoying, you know, the experience and the opportunity to compete every day.
0: The you know, coaches, as I watch different teams play, coach, uh, it's one thing I try to look out for is game plan, game plan discipline. Going by what you do and shoot around and the scouting reports. So, how do you go about getting mm-hmm. a, a younger team to stick to that game plan discipline, stick about stick to the scouting report, and execute that from a practice court and shoot around into that game court when all the lights are on?
2: Well, I, I think we we we've got a good a good group of of, of coaches. I think uh, our guys. Uh, I think it's the consistency in terms of the way we go about our preparation. I think it gives our guys a level of consistency in terms they, in terms of them knowing what the expectations are. So I think any time you can have clear expectations in terms of our prep and they know what, you know, what it is that we're trying to get accomplished from from game to game, I think it helps. So consistency I think is a big part of that.
0: Exactly, Coach. And I'm looking at your roster. You have a, To me, your you balance scoring and balance rebounding, those are two key factors to winning games, no matter, no matter non-conference or in-conference, because I feel like the balance scoring, you're sharing the basketball, you're attacking the glass and getting out there and playing your style in your system. It's going to affect the game on, in a good way get those extra possessions, yeah. wear the other team down. So do you feel like that was two things to focus on with your staff and your team executing, sharing the ball, and attacking that glass. So we can get more possessions on our end and, and keep, limit theirs.
2: Yeah, we, we've been a team I think all year where I think we have had a five guys' figures, and you know we're we're a team. I think right now we we, we still lead uh, our, our lead in assists per game. I think we're about 16, 17 assists per game. So anytime you can get you know. Uh, of balance scoring on any given night. We have a variety of different guys that can step up for us. And then the defensive end, just trying to develop that consistency and guys understanding what allows us to have success, you know, in terms of the way we need to play defensively. And especially with a young team, you have to grow to that. You have to continue to, to work on that on a daily basis. So we're we're doing that, but I, I, think, uh, you know, I think I see improvement in our guys in terms of understanding, you know, what it takes to win.
0: Now, Coach, at your level especially, at the major level, you have to have player development that's going to be real key for your program and getting better every day. So what do you and your staff do on daily like basis, whether it be in season or out season, to get your guys prepared, develop them guys to get better so they can be high major players for us physically, mentally, mentality-wise, their junior and senior years, so y'all can be really good and be, being old at the right time you can cause somebody some wreak of havoc and march there if you're old at the right time with the yeah. guys with knowing your system the right way.
2: Yeah, JR, I, I've been fortunate over the course of my career. I've gone to high school level, college, and the pro level. And, and no matter where you are, player development is, is critical for your development as a team. So we try to implement it, you know, uh, throughout the year, uh, obviously by what we do on the court skill-wise, but also just the mental part of it through video, through teaching. You know, I think it's all a all a component of it. So some of it is, you know, just understanding the game of basketball and, what allows you to play to your strengths and how you can help your teammates play to their strengths. So, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of different roles that, especially for young people, they have to understand that, that you have to play in order to impact wing. One of those roles could be strong. Uh, another one could be the guy that helps the best score score. And that would be the guy that the other team's score from having success or whatever it may be. So I think play arm, a lot of times, when people hear that word, they think it's just, okay, hey, you know, let's go out and work on dribbling or shooting or your handles. I think it's more to do in terms of teaching guys how to play the game and how to maximize their strengths in, in terms of even
0: mental over Exactly, because some guys are just screeners. Some guys are guys, Some guys are finish rebounds. Energy guys, hustle guys. Some guys are knockdown down in the corner. So a lot of guys have to get over themselves, be about the team and knowing what's best for the team and say, hey, my role is this. This is my role so we can all be better together, not just an individual going in my stats.
2: Yeah, and if you look across the NBA, you know, you see a a lot of guys get paid a lot of money to do those things that you just talked about, whether it's, you know, being being guys that could defend or rebound or whatever it is, uh, you know, it's a lot of different ways that you can make a living play in this game if you're bought into to maximizing what it is that you do best.
0: Yes indeed and coach, speaking of your conference ATN, I'm looking from top to bottom. I feel like this the league has gotten better. I see teams up up to getting close like right below you guys and George Mason up there. I see Saint Louis who you just played right behind you. So I thought like the league is getting better from top to bottom and the coaches in the league is great. So what are your thoughts about the league as a whole? Because every night might yeah, like just be a hard game every night for you guys, no like.
2: Yeah, I think the league is really healthy. I think the league is now you know, this was a, a year that I think you you could take, you know, whoever the preseason favorites were, whether it was George Mason, who who returned all their players from a a team that that had success last year, St. Louis, whoever it was. And and, uh, you look at other teams that maybe were a little bit under the radar and you say, well, on any given night, anything can happen. And I think part of that we're seeing over the course of league play that on any given night, uh, a team that you wouldn't expect to be able to to beat, uh, you know, a given team in our league is capable of doing that. And I think that's probably true for every league in the country. Uh, but I think our our league is a really healthy league. I think we've got a lot of really good young players, some really really good coaches. And I think uh, you know as we approach the second half of conference play here, I think a lot still to be decided. You know in terms of in terms of who who will be at the top of the league and you know who will be in a position to maybe play for a conference championship once the tournament comes around. And,
0: Coach, uh, this week you have some days off to kind of get prepared for, prepared for VCU on Saturday, the whiteouts you guys are having. So how the extra days that helped you to get prepared Coach Rose's team coming into your place on Saturday, on Saturday at 3, 3 p.m. Eastern time there?
2: Yeah, I think more than anything, just a mental break, you know, just having having some time. Uh, it's a grind, obviously, anytime you, you're in conference play, 18 games. But just the mental break this week just to really uh, take a step back and focus on us and then get prepared for, for uh, VCU here this weekend. Yeah,
0: Coach, uh, I see you guys have sold out a lot of games at Dayton. I, I'll tell you what, Coach. The, the, what's, what's been the key to getting your fans come out here every night? Because I, I see i read all your releases, sell out, sell out, sell out. So, well, what about you and this program? We got the city of Dayton so excited they come out and see you every night, sell that place out there.
2: Well, that that's Dayton basketball. We got, in my opinion, best fans in the country. No matter, no matter who it is, no matter you know what's going on with the elements outside. Uh, you know, our fans show up at the game. You know, and obviously our our last, whatever, four or five games here are already sold out. Uh, it's a basketball city. You know, this is, uh, you know, the, the first fours here every year it has been for 20 years because this is a community that, that really uh, loves basketball and really support the Dayton Flyers. And, you know, I played here 30 years ago, and that was one of the things that attracted attracted me to it was the, the unbelievable fan base we have. So it's it's a special place.
0: Now, Coach, I know you coach just close with the Thunder. How often do you talk to Russ and those guys, and Coach Dunland went about the team? How much you check on those guys still? You know you're doing your own thing over there at Dayton.
2: Yeah, I mean, those guys are a little busy with their own thing as well. So I try to keep up as much as I can in terms of if I can catch a game or a piece of the game here or there. And I think those guys are having a great year. Paul George and Russ are, are obviously, you know, two elite guys in that league. And, you know, I know they're excited about being all-stars here and uh, the all-star game coming up here this weekend. So, uh, really proud of, of uh, you know what they're what they're able to accomplish, and I really enjoyed my time there, and root for those guys as much as I can.
0: Well, that's what I got for it, Coach. When we talked last year about having Giant and talk to the team, you're again come talk to your guys, Coach. I know Coach Gruden loves his, his flyers. Give get him a catch, the catch him with him, talk to each other, you guys. to you know what? One, one, one good time.
2: He was he, a little busy this year, you know, getting back in the coaching <laughs> ranks on the West Coast. I think he's trying to put his team together. So uh, hopefully uh, there'll be a time where maybe he's back in Dayton and uh, we can catch up. And would love to have him do that.
0: Yes, dear Coach Grant. Good luck this Saturday against BCU. We'll be cheering for you, man. And
2: Thanks for always, Coach. Okay, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me on.